what's up, Michigan? My name is Lauren Plants. Welcome to another edition of State Champs Hangtime Michigan Podcast, presented by Lawrence Technological University. LTU offers over two dozen varsity NAIA collegiate sports at Lawrence Tech, including men's basketball. Recruit yourself by going to ltuathletics.com, clicking on the Recruit Yourself link. Academic and athletic scholarships are on the table at Lawrence Tech. Hangtime Michigan is also brought to you by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. The MHSAA needs officials. It's great part-time pay. We need you guys. Visit MHSAA.com for details. Just click on the officials link. The Michigan Army National Guard is the official military supporter of the MHSAA and a supporter of Hangtime, as are the great physical therapy and sports medicine pros with the Detroit Medical Center. Check out our Game Changer segments on the network. Great tips on making you a better, faster, stronger, healthier athlete. These are quick segments and quizzes, and now we have questions asked by you and answered by DMC Docs. There's one up on the network right now. It's called Ask a DMC Doc, appropriately. And uh, it's about when kids should start lifting weights. So check it out. The entire playlist of everything we've done with DMC is on our State Champs Network social media pages and our State Champs YouTube channel. And if you're in pain or if you're injured, for immediate care, go to dmc.org slash game changers. You cannot get better care anywhere. Okay, once again, this is the companion podcast to our State Champs Hangtime Michigan digital show. On the digital show, we're always giving you recaps of games that we covered on the network over the past week. Uh, We've got previews. TJ has a couple takes he does. This week, we're talking about his predictions on who will be the the Mr. Basketball finalists that we will uh, find out very shortly, and uh, as well as he gives some comments on some teams that he's uh, witnessed over the last few days as we get ready to start the State playoffs. But joining us today, TJ, of course, by my side uh, for our Chalk Talk, and this is sponsored by the Basketball Coaches Association of Michigan. He's a former head coach. He's an author. He's president of AEO Leadership. He spent many summers with Dan Young and TJ Kelly, Tim McCormick running the uh, Elite 25 camp. He is Mike Masucci. Coach, thanks you so much for joining us on Hang Time today. Lauren and TJ, very happy to be with you. All right. Well, great. Let's get into it. And I want to start by uh, just having you enlighten our audience, talking about your background. You know, how did you grow up in the game? Where did you coach? Who were your mentors? And really just elaborate on, on your love affair with basketball and all its facets. Oh, yeah. So, you know, if I could just put it in a, a short little response. You know, I grew up around coaches. My grandfather was a coach. My dad was a coach. Many of their friends were coaches, and my dad and grandfather took me to games when I was young, and and I would watch the games, but I would study the coaches, and I just loved watching coaches interact in the huddle uh, with their players, with the referees, and and so I just grew up, uh, you know, I'll use your words, with a love affair of coaching, you know, right right as a young guy. Um, I was very, very thankful to, uh, you know, have a good high school career, my first coaching job was probably the best job anyone could ask for. I was the JV coach um, for uh, Kurt Keener at Detroit Country Day. Oh, wow. And the girls' assistant coach for Frank Orlando at Detroit Country Day, boys and go. girls. There you go. You couldn't ask for better mentors in the game and couldn't ask to be around a more exciting atmosphere. Uh, at that time, uh, you know, Shane Battier was a freshman. 
Of course, he wasn't on the JV team. He was on the varsity team. <laughs> yes, but sir. I was still around and got to see that kind of high-level talent, high-level coaching by both Coach Keener and Coach Orlando. So what a blessing um, right away as a young coach. Um, from there, I was uh, blessed to go to my alma mater at uh, Shrine Catholic High School. Uh, coached there for 16 years. I bounced just down the street to Royal Oak High School for four years to round out 20 years of coaching. It was right around that 19th, 20th year that I wrote my first book, and that really uh, took my professional career in a different trajectory. So that's yeah. that's my love affair with coaching. Right. On. Uh, but the books have have made uh, uh, another kind of uh, journey for me, and which I'm happy to talk about too. But yeah. that's the coaching aspect of it. Yeah, that's it's amazing, and you know you've you've been involved in so much. TJ, talk about some of your experience with uh, Coach Masucci. Uh, Coach, I think we met about maybe 15, 20 years ago when you were at Shrine. Um, you know, I, I consider you a good friend, and and one of the best things that that I admire about what you've done is you've got three younger sons, uh, and what are their sophomores, freshmen in college, and maybe a senior, I think now. Yeah, and, yeah and, absolutely. You know, good you know so. <laughs> but yeah, hey, yeah. Well, um, hey, they're Michigan Elite Twenty Five guys. We gotta, we gotta remember, yeah. you know, the the parts yeah. that make up the the sum. Um, yes. But yes. Uh, but I, but I have a lot of respect for for you as a as a coach that allows your that allowed your sons to be coached by somebody else. And then when I see you in stands, you know, you're you're cheering for for the. You know, it, or, you know, their teammates of Shrine, your son's teammates. Uh, you know, you, if there's a good play, you know, you'll acknowledge that even if it's from the opposition. Um, but, you know, you can, I can really see the, you know, your passion for the game. But not only that, just allowing others, you know, and, and having faith that others will, you know, they can coach your sons and lead them to where, you know, where you were. But at the same time, you know, you get to enjoy things as a father and, uh, you know, a, a tip of the hat to that. So, um, you know, I, I think that that's important what we have here. Yeah. Well, thank you for that. You know, that was a, uh, a really tough decision uh, to step down. Uh, the book, uh, the books led me to that direction from the head, but the heart was, you know, I, I really wanted to coach my sons. The most important thing that, that parents want for their kids is, you know, obviously to pack as many positive people in their lives as you possibly can. And for basketball players, it's that basketball coach. That's the person they're going to look up to. That's the person that's going to be their role model and hopefully leave a lasting impact uh, on them. And so, you know, it was uh, it was tough. But you know what? There's so many great young coaches out there, great veteran coaches out there um, that are doing such a great job. Uh, I get now to not only watch my sons or to watch two of them, but to go around the state and watch a lot of great coaches do a lot of great things, and it's such a blessing. With yeah. TJ and I working at uh, Michigan Elite 25, uh, what a you know what a joy that is. I mean, you talk about high level players, but also high level coaches. Uh, Tim McCormick and Mike Dietz, uh, the the uh, really who are responsible for Elite 25, have put together such an incredible team. And TJ's a central part of that team. I run a lot of the educational leadership part, and TJ uh, really has direct relationships with the players. And uh, it's just such a dynamic environment. I'm so happy to be part of it and looking forward to this summer, too. 
and working again with you, TJ. Hey, without a doubt, without a doubt. And I'm, I'm happy to be, uh, you know, part of the puzzle, uh, you know, because there's, there's not one person that can put all this together. And I think that, you know, just showing kids, you know, that you need a team and the team concept is a lot easier to work with, you know, and have success with, success with rather than, you know, just saying, hey, I can do this by myself. But then I look on TV and stuff like that. I'm even watching, you know, the games last night. You know, we've got Michigan and Michigan State, and I can count a Michigan Elite 25 guys there, or mm. whether it be Dwayne Washington at Ohio State or wherever it might be, you know, throughout the country. Uh, you know, I'm watching VCU the other – VCU played – uh, the other night, but I'm watching Jaden Nunn, and I th- and it kills me. I can't remember the other the team that they were playing against. That's all right. But they also had a couple of guys, yeah. you know, that were also Michigan Elite 25 guys. And I thought that it, you know, and it, and it's so great to watch, you know, guys out there having fun, uh, succeeding in life, and uh, you know, and you just hope that you know that you would be able to be a little bit of a portion or contribute, you know, to that. But yeah, they, it's it's the Michigan Elite 25 um, is an exceptional idea, and I'm happy to be a proud of it or part of it. And you know, and working with you is uh, definitely a joy. All right. Well, I know we only have you for a few minutes, so I want to make sure I ask everything we we can get in here. Uh, it's on your jacket sure. there. You're the president of AEO Leadership. Just just briefly, what is that? Oh, thank you for that. Yeah. So uh, this. Uh, LLC, this leadership um, group is is allows me to uh, sell my books, but also to work with schools and organizations uh, around the concept of leadership. You know, right now, you know, I'm working with a few schools, uh, Brother Rice, uh, Royal Oak High School, uh, also working with some organizations, uh, Michigan Elite 25, which we talked about, and a group called HumanX, which is a group out of uh, Kalamazoo, an unbelievable, extraordinary group who works with schools, athletics, college level, and uh, also businesses around leadership and culture. Uh, the uh, the CEO of HumanX is a guy by the name of Brad uh, Black, who uh, led the talent search for Western Michigan and hired PJ Fleck. Um, so he's got an eye for talent, right. and uh, he convinced the Western Michigan. Um, president and others to hire this guy who who didn't have the resume of the people that he was uh, competing against, didn't have the experience. But what Brad saw in him through what HumanX does is something special. And so I get to to learn from people like Brad Black, Tim McCormick, um, you know, the athletes that I work with at the high school level. Um, it's just a, a, a joy to work through AEO leadership. Yeah. I'm also a teacher, so I, I'm a history teacher, which uh, I love doing, too. Okay, great. We're talking with Mike Masucci here on Hang Time. Coach, you're a member of BCAM, working with BCAM for a program called Aspiring Head Coaches Academy. So you're currently, I know, seeking coaches, I think, to participate in the program. I know BCAM is. Uh, what is it? What's the value? What's learned? Yeah, thank you. I believe, Lauren, TJ, that it's – and I don't think it's hyperbole. I believe it's the most difficult time uh, to be a high school coach. Um, I think just with the, the contemporary pressures that coaches have, um, it's just extraordinary amount of stress and pressure. And so with that, coaches need support. And so what this program uh, does is get coaches on the front end. Like how do these young coaches find jobs? How do they prepare for Then once we get them to find and prepare, how do we help them in the interview process to to show their best self? 
uh, to be that next, you know, in the, in the basketball world, that P.J. Fleck? How do we show some identifiable uh, attributes that this um, candidate will have? Then once they get a job, how do we develop them and continue uh, their profession? And then once they're developing and building that culture, how do we retain them and keep them going and persevere through a, a long journey? Right on. And I know that uh, for those who want to participate in the Aspiring Coaches Academy, uh, they are asked to submit an email of interest and an up-to-date resume to you. And that's Coach Masucci, M-A-S-S-U-C-C-I at Gmail. And then you want to get that by the end of March, like March 25th. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for that. And so I really encourage uh, athletic directors and head coaches uh, to find those uh, young, talented coaches in their program and to encourage them to join this program. Uh, you know, when you put, you know, people like Dan Young or another, a gentleman that's working with me, uh, the principal at Clawson High School, BCAM member, former successful coach at Clawson, Billy Schellenbarger, when you put those kinds of people in your life, uh, that's going to help you in your coaching profession. I remember reading an old quote by Jim Rohn is you are the average of the five closest people in your life. So if you're a coach, you want to be around dynamic, exciting coaches and learning from them throughout your whole journey. Imagine if your five closest people in the coaching industry were all superstar coaches. And so I've reached out to people like Keith Guy at Muskegon, yeah. Pat Donnelly at UD Jesuit, Goring yeah. um, Ingalls, uh, yeah. all of these coaches think this is a phenomenal idea and are willing to support endeavors like this. And though that's just to name a few. I, I hate to uh, leave some out, but no, right. the, the very best and the brightest think this is a great idea and are going to be a part of it. Uh, it's a three session program. Uh, if you think about the first session is, okay, let's get that job. The second session, all right, let's develop, let's kind of build on that. And then the third will be an on-site at uh, Oakland Christian High School on May 7th, where we're going to bring in the best coaches around and we're going to have panels and discussions and networking. And, and uh, it's just going to be an interactive symposium of leadership, which I'm really looking forward to. If you're, I remember being a young coach. I remember one of the, and I didn't even, you know, of course I had Coach Orlando, I had Coach Keener, I had, you know, Coach Drogosh over at, he was at Losser at that time. But I remember just calling Coach Essler out of the blue, said, Coach, you know, I look up to you. Can I come meet with you? And he's like, Mike, come over. And we talked. And so, like, networking is part of this industry. And I really encourage the head coaches and ADs to reach out to your young coaches or even not so young coaches that aren't head coaches yet and say, this is a program you've got to be at. Absolutely. They can go to bcamp.org and check it out on how to uh, register. It's 25 bucks too. So, I mean, it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's nothing. All right. Before we let you go, I just want to ask you one of the, cause you mentioned at the beginning uh, and it's about your books. And about two years ago, Dan Young gave me a copy of your book. I have it right here. Actually, it's in my desk. Uh -oh. So if you knew that, awesome. uh, and that yeah. is an, an elite journey. Love it. Great read. Uh, you know, I love the the note sections in the back and the questions to ponder after each chapter. Uh, I encourage every basketball fan to read it. Um, so if you wanted to give us the cliff notes on this, uh, what is it really about at its core? Yeah, thank you for that, Lawrence. So an elite journey, if you think of elite as being your very best and the journey is the time that you have. So 
The question is, how can we be our best with the time that we have? And so it's a journey in this instance, in this book, is a season. And it's a story of a young man's journey through actually two seasons of high school basketball and all the lessons he learned through that journey and how he became not only a player, but a young man and a young leader. Uh, it's a high school. It's in a high school setting. It's his sophomore and junior year. He's exposed to unbelievable, inspiring people. I just want to quickly uh, note, you know, the person that really inspired me to write this was Tim McCormick. He's like, Mike, I think there's a book in you. I think there's a book in what we're doing with Elite 25. Yeah. And so a lot of those stories are around things that Tim talks about in Elite 25 and the lessons I learned from all the great coaches in my life and uh, uh, players that I've watched. So it's really that story, fictional tale, but really you'll see real life, you know, stories woven in. Yeah. So that's what I've been blessed. A lot of uh, teams, like you mentioned, it's a good team read because of the questions, but it's mm -hmm. also been good for leadership circles and other things of that sort. All right. Closing statement. Yeah. I, I'm, I've, I've uh, read your book, I think, when it first came out, and I thought it was I thought it was great. Um, an easy read. Mm -hmm. um, and not only that, it kind of gives kids a, uh, and I would encourage all kids to read it. Even I mean, adults should read it too, but just because it gives uh, somewhat of a blueprint on on what you need, on what players need, just you know, just uh, building strength um, with with like um, like minded people. And I think that uh, you know what you know your book you know is is a is a wonderful gift um, for anybody who wants to be successful and I'll just say it and I'll just say it like that obviously you know we're involved with sports but you know not only with basketball but football and there's so many things you know where we go through life where we can correlate back to you know um, you know high school athletics uh, you know and, and just being you know in the camaraderie um, that, that brings in uh, you know hey, thanks coach Masucci yes yes thank you for that TJ that means a lot uh, I appreciate uh, that coach thank you so much uh, thanks for coming on hang time uh, and if there's a coach that's interested in participating in the Aspiring Coaches Program, go to bcam.org. Uh, and uh, just lastly, if people want to follow you on Twitter, what's your handle? Uh, at Coach Masucci. Okay. At so, Coach Masucci. Two S's and two C's. Yeah. You got it. Thank you. Uh, and, and just lastly, the state yeah. champs, thank you for all you do for Michigan athletics. We want – Michigan athletics to be the place to be for players and coaches. And the way you guys highlight um, both, it really um, puts an exclamation point on a lot of great stories out there. So thank you so much. All right. Thank you very much, Mike Masucci. We appreciate it very much. And uh, we'll talk again. Thanks you. Thanks, guys. Okay. We'll All see right, you. All right. Once again, we thank Coach Masucci. That was uh, very enlightening. Again, we could probably sit here and talk for hours. You Not know, about, I'm sure that you had many conversations sitting on the bench at at uh, Elite 25 camp, just just chatting. Either either that, or you know, just at just at random games. You know, yeah. I mean, I find myself sometimes, um, whether it be um, the the Catholic League quarterfinals or right. something like that. You know, or or I'm at Royal Oak Shrine at 13 mile and or 12 mile in uh, uh, Woodward. Yeah, well, you know, so I mean, it's. It's right there, yeah. and so it's not that hard to go. Hey, you know, let me go check out Masucci's kids. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, and and it's and it's and it's 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 great to watch kids grow up because I think I've known his son since they were 
you know, five, yeah, six, yeah. seven years old, and exactly. now they're in college. Um, but you know, just to watch, you know, their success and stuff like that. You yeah. Know? But yeah, it's uh, it's it's truly a truly a gift. Uh, you know, to spend time with uh, you know, great basketball minds yeah. like Coach Masucci. And he's and, and TJ's right. I mean, this is the gift that keeps on giving. Mm-hmm. So check it out. It's called an elite journey. Uh, the Dan Wetzel writes the forward. You know, Dan Wetzel from Yahoo Sports and uh, Tim McCormick does the introduction in this and um, it really is a great young man's leadership story. And uh, it's really cool. So uh, it's one of those things that uh, if you are someone, you know, um, who is uh, you know, coaching a team or you've got a team. I mean, this is this is good required reading and, and uh, really uh, ask some poignant questions and has some great notes. Yeah, especially with all the especially with all the travel that these kids have. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you're if you're making a trip to Chicago, uh, you know, for let's say a grassroots basketball AU basketball yeah. tournament or whatever. It's not that hard to hey, open the book, right? And you might be able to knock it out in that entire trip. Yeah. You know, if you can't, then you know, yeah, you get to return. It's a good, uh, you know. Read. So, but yeah, yeah, without a doubt, very read. inspirational. Yeah. All right, it's time to get into some rankings talk, people. But before we do, I want to tell you the Detroit Athletic Club Foundation's Male and Female Athlete of the Years of the Year awards. The application deadline it's today. Now, I'm not saying if you got the application in over the weekend, they wouldn't accept it. They will. But if you're seeing this and you're like, oh, we need to fit, you better do it right now. You go to DACAthleteoftheyear.com, fill it out. Again, the athletes that get nominated, you need to have been a first-team All-State athlete in the fall or projected to be one in the winter or the spring. You need to be a senior, an overall GPA of 3.0, and you've got <coughs> excuse me, some leadership and uh, maybe you've done some stuff with your community. Excuse me. We thank our newest supporter, Goodman Acker Law Firm. During the most difficult times of your life at Goodman Acker, you work with the same attorney and team the entire length of your case. They fight for you just like they would a member of their own family. Experienced, ethical, aggressive. Mention you heard about Goodman Acker on State Champs. They will provide you with the free assessment of your case. Goodman Acker, good decision. Call 1-800-TRUSTED. All right, TJ, this is your second to last top 25 basketball rankings that just came out. They're up now at statechampsnetwork.com. Big jump as Orchard Lake St. Mary's wins the Catholic League championship. They go from number eight to number four. We've not had a chance to see them compete against number three, King, in the Operation Friendship game, which is a, a big matchup. Without a doubt. Uh, but where do you think the Eaglets are now as we get into the playoffs? Brother Rice and Bloomfield Hills in their district. I really think Brother Rice, or excuse me, Orchard Lake, is is trending to where they want to be. Um, I always think that uh, one of the important things about playoff time is, you know, let's say you're looking at the NBA or the NFL, which everybody can see. Uh, if it, it, it's those teams that are that are making, you know, they've won ten of twelve. You know, as they go into the playoffs, they're 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 riding. You know, they're they're playing with a lot of confidence, and I think that that's one thing that the Eaglets are bringing to the table by just winning the Catholic League Bishop title um, with a with a championship win over Catholic Central this past weekend at Eastern Michigan. And yeah, we'll definitely get to see uh, what's up. You know, you got tops in the PSL, tops in the Catholic League, and uh, I think that this is a matchup that. Uh, that if not the entire state, the vast majority of the state is really looking forward to. And uh, at way to Cal- wait at Callahan. at Callahan Hall, and what a way to cap off the regular season. Um, and I think you know, for the first time we've had you know a full season in two years. Um, we didn't have the Operation Friendship last year, right? And so you know, just kind of falling in tradition. I think uh, Operation Friendship started in 
1947, then took a, a few years break, and then, you know, what, 1953 or something like that, they said, no, th this is something that we need to keep around uh, for some time. And if you look at, you know, the history of schools and stuff like that, it's, it's, it's great. You'll have the PSL that might win uh, five or six in a row, and then you'll have the Catholic League um, that'll win five or six in a row. And um, right now the Catholic League is on that, that five or six in a row stretch, and so we'll see what uh, George Ward and Detroit King can do. Yeah, no doubt, and we'll, they'll also have Western taking on Detroit Catholic Central. Yes. Uh, yep. You've you've moved uh, Western into your top 25 now. They're tied at 24 in the rankings. Now, they did beat Cast Tech, which was huge, yep. uh, but really Kings seemed to be in control the entire PSL championship. Uh, they looked really outmatched, uh, it seemed, on that night. You know yes. what I mean? Again, yep. this is we're yep. talking about one night. But then again, maybe King is just that good, and you really can't judge Western by just the PSL title match. I mean, they do have 15 wins. Right. So I will say this: uh, King is a team that is that is that is seasoned. They've been there. They've got guys that have been on the big stage, whether it be uh, winning a state championship in football yeah. or you know in in past years. Yeah. Um, you know, people know who King King is. Uh, if I look at Detroit Western, um, you know they've kind of I uh, kind of come up from really nowhere. Uh, Coach Jermaine Kilbrow's done a fantastic job there. Kind of remind me of where Hamtramck was last year. Oh yeah, um, yeah. where they they had a lot of success and they were and they're beating teams. Um, I think the adjustment from them playing at the old arena in the in the PSL champ, Detroit Public School Championship is going to be very very helpful to them because now they've been under the bright lights. They understand what it takes to win, and I just think the King was just that much. They were they were that much more prepared. Um, just through experience, and there's really nothing you can do to uh, to reemulate what what you're going to see, you know, at you know, with 2,000, 2,500, 3,000 people watching. Just because, I mean, it, I mean, what are you going to do? You're going to get your whole neighborhood and say, "Hey, come watch me play," and we're going to come out there and do this. But yeah, yeah. Uh, hats off to Western, and then hats off to Coach Sanawi and uh, Catholic Central. Um, they've got some guys that are that are really playing well, and you talk about some unsigned seniors. Cam Mays is is playing very, very well. Uh, I mean, I know they had a, a big game in uh, last night's win over uh, Detroit, or excuse me, Tuesday night's yeah. win over Detroit U Prep, and so I think I think that they'll definitely be ready. And uh, you see yeah, that it's as time a, to get some guys you, to win. You see the Western C. You see that game going down to the end, going down to the wire. I uh, I can definitely see Western and Catholic Central. Um, yeah, it, going going deep into the fourth quarter where, you know, the, the game's going back and forth. I think a lot of it will depend on uh, foul trouble. And I think that, that you know, Calvin Marshall uh, being Detroit Western's best player, he got in foul trouble uh, against Cast Tech, which they wound up pulling out that semifinal win. Then he got in foul trouble versus King, which, you know, pretty much cost, you know, sucked a lot of air. Yeah. Out of out of uh, the Cowboys, um, in in that loss, and then you know, but I I think that you know it, it provides an opportunity for Western's coaches to learn, the players to learn, and say, all right, this is what we need to do to win, and maybe not take some of those chances, um, which might put you on the bench with fouls. All right, and finally, then Croswell Lexington has jumped into your top twenty-five. Uh, they are nineteen and zero this year. You know, in Lance Campbell is doing a fantastic job. Uh, let's remember, uh, even though Le uh, Lex uh, Croswell Lexington lost a few seniors last year, you know it, it, this is a program where guys are hungry. Let's not forget they took 
uh, Ferndale two overtime last year. That's right. Before Ferndale mm-hmm. wound up winning that uh, either regional final or quarterfinal yeah, game. That's right. Yep. And so you know they know they're hungry. You know, and I think that they're one of those teams that I know we haven't mentioned them. Um, kind of slapping myself, you know, for for not doing that just because they have had a lot of success. Yeah. And then, you know, I had a chance to talk with Lance Campbell uh, on Tuesday night, you know, right after the Michigan-Michigan State game, you know, and, I, you know, and I'm working on my rankings, and I'm just like, you know what, let's put the, this 19-0 to 19-0 team, they deserve their credit. And so uh, hopefully we'll be able to talk about them uh, in the near future, um, in, the up, in the upcoming weeks. And if we are, that means that they're still alive in the playoffs. Well, there you go. All right, guys, that's all the time we have this week for the Hangtime Michigan podcast. Please check out the Hangtime digital video talk show for recaps, TJ's takes, and more. The show premieres Fridays all over the State Champs social media pages and the website statechampsnetwork.com, as well as the free streaming app. Follow TJ Kelly on Twitter at ScoopIPS. I'm Lauren Plant. My Twitter handle, State Champs LP. You can follow that if you like. And uh, guess what? Next week is playoff time.